Welcome everyone to the Main Street Business Podcast with Matt Sorensen and Mark Kohler. We're excited to be with you today talking about taxes. I know it's your favorite topic, but if you're a small business owner, an investor, someone making money, this is your biggest expense. Yeah, it is. Uh, The tax man cometh every year. Yep, I don't. You're not sounding too excited today, Mr. Sorensen. I will say, uh, for those watching on YouTube, <laughs> I got a buzz notice. killed. I mean, the taxes we're talking about is <laughs> Joe Biden's tax plan, and yes. let's just say it's going to be a little bit of a buzz kill. But yeah, with bad news and taxes comes more planning opportunities. Yeah, yeah, and um, let's give the disclaimer right now that we are not this is not a beat up session um on joe biden or the administration this is we're just going to say the facts and lay it out and then you guys can decide and uh, hey and i've said it before on the show i try to tread these waters i go into the deep end of the pool a little bit more than matt Sorensen, but i haven't drowned yet i think i'm doing all right but uh i will say <laughs> you know don't, yeah. <laughs> You've got a few that life preservers that. thrown your way. That's for sure. Yeah. You might have to throw out another preserver, but I will just dip my toe in the political side and say this. Hey, Donald Trump wasn't perfect. We all know that. Obviously, we're all human. Uh, there was policies that I didn't like of Donald Trump, or especially the way he would not get off Twitter and other things. And some of you hated him immensely. Uh, some of you may have appreciated his tax plan even though you hated his social policies. Hey, there's not a perfect president that gives us everything we all want. So Joe Biden has uh, got a very um, aggressive plan to help a lot of people. I'm, I'm happy with a lot of those. Um, is it going to cost? Yeah. And he wants to tax more wealthy people. That's fine. Some of you business owners are like, that's not going to impact me at this level or that level. Well, we're going to talk about that today because... I think a lot of people think, oh, if you make more than 400 grand, you're screwed. If you're under that, don't worry about it. Yeah, there's still some policies you'd like to change that could grab some of you in a big transaction. Could be capital gains or the sale of your home or a farm or something, some big investment. Um, but anyway, Matt, did I do okay? There, I, that was my yeah. non-denomination. Yeah, that, that was very statesmanlike of you. That was pretty good. Thank you. That's right. You should run for office. <laughs> I can't get school board. I, I the first speech on the school board, I'd be like, yeah, maybe dog catcher, caller yeah, for dog catcher, <laughs> Madison County that. or whatever. Yeah, I'm like euthanize them all. You're out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, the oh the little clips they could snippets of Mark Kohler they would take to you know I can just see the political the anti political ads that'd be hilarious. Yeah, this um, isn't going either. There was no one around here a moment ago. For those watching on YouTube, I am on location in Central Park, NYC. I'm um, over by the Belvedere Castle. For those of you that know the area, and uh, it's it's beautiful. For those watching on YouTube, nice and green. Central yeah. Park is an oasis in, in the urban sprawl here. But um, there was no one walking by like 10 minutes ago. Now I'm talking about Joe Biden and someone just picked up some dog poo and threw it at me. And I, I don't I don't know what, what I said. I thought it was. Yeah. All of a sudden you've got a crowd now <laughs> gathering. This is the live and podcast make, crowd here. Half the conversation. Let me call it a mob. 
Yeah, some may call it a, a vicious mob, but others could call it a crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, but it, it's, right. it's masked in New York. It's awesome, man. Interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. It's a off. Well, um, I wanted to just say a couple. I'm just going to say a preliminary thing or two because we're going to get into the taxes and the nitty gritty here. And this is dude, every tax is being affected. Income tax, self-employment tax, estate tax, and what happens when you die, corporate tax. I mean, no tax is going unchanged. <laughs> and yeah. Let me just if, say. If he gets his way. If he gets his way, right? And and so um, so there's going to – we're going to go through each of those. There's going to be changes in every type of tax. Now, what do we get for it? All right. There's some benefits. Okay. Child tax credits going up to 3000 I think 3600 You know, there's, there's some good things though for, for kids under a certain age. So for those of you that have kids, child tax credit is going to be great. Now, high income phase out on it. So it's not going to help high income people with kids. Um, the other thing is, if, you know, and this is again, there's, there's political points to this and whether you love this or not, but, you know, he's providing, uh, they're doing pre-K, two years of pre-K for three and four year olds that'll be paid for. And then also two years of community college. So there's four years of additional education that they're trying to fund as, as part of this bill. And I think from Biden's perspective and his point is, I'm raising these taxes to actually pay for these things. We're trying to be fiscally responsible about it and not just give stuff away. So we're going to, we're going to raise taxes here um, uh, to do it. So those are a couple of the things. There's some few other things, but those are some of the main points they've been pitching as what we're going to do with this extra revenue. Yeah. And I, the, the, the uh, plan for those that have been following the news, I know it can be difficult. I wish I could turn on the news and it just wasn't political all the time. Just show me some right. plain old, you know, death and carnage and maybe a, a good hurricane once in a while or a fire, but it's all political. Anyway, <laughs> um, that didn't sound as funny as yeah, I was trying to make it. <laughs> yeah. That, that, not good. That, that joke didn't make it. Okay. So anyway, he's calling it the American Families Plan. He's got a fact sheet. You can go to whitehouse.gov and look at it. And, and it is. There's a lot of good things. And the concept is the 1% to 3% most wealthy people in the country can pay more in tax. And let's help narrow this gap in between the wealthy and the poor and people that are struggling. And it is, it is really... Um, it's tough out there. And I know a lot of people yeah. listening to our show are trying to build their small business, dig out of the COVID mess. And um, we're not, this show is not just for the uber wealthy or the disenfranchised. This is, we're talking about the American dream for everybody. So Joe yeah. Biden's trying to help. That. And, and that's cool. You know? All right. So, All okay. Right. All right. Should we talk about some tax substance? Oof. Uh, how about we start with the income tax rate, personal, individual income tax. We can bounce okay. around to capital gain, self-employment tax. All right. You start Maybe there? what we can do here, I'm going to throw out a proposal. Some of you might appreciate okay. this. That we don't, we don't like a very scripted podcast. Matt and I have found that when we actually try to have an outline, <laughs> it doesn't go well. Um, yeah. Let's be honest. We just don't put in the extra time to do a scripted podcast. Well, I, but I think we get a better result when we're off. You know, it's true. It's sometimes just the, the raw, unscripted. You know, that's the yeah. best way to do it. I mean, it we'd is. like so, to have a whole staff of writers and everything, and 
producers, but yeah, we don't need it. We're, we're, we're cocky enough. We can say that. No, I'm just joking. Okay. Now here's what I would propose. Why don't we list the taxes? Let's stay away from corporate for a moment. Let's okay. list the tax policy proposals that would affect those making $400,000 or more married filing joint and, and just say, Hey, if you're, if you're not making that much money, you may have hopes too in your small business or your investments. We're going to, but let's just get those off the table for those people that are making that much money or more. And if some of you are going, okay, cool. That's not going to affect me. I don't know. What do you think of that? We just kind of list those. Okay. That yeah. Only affect the one percenters. Okay. Okay. All right. Name, name You name one. All right. Tax rates. The, all right. Tax rates. The top tax rate is going to go from 37% to 39.6. All right. If you round that up, that's 40%. <laughs> so we're basically going to a 40% income rate. Again, that's above 400,000 married filing joint. Yeah. And I should say also, there's a number of um, income cat limits. Some have said individual taxpayers with income over 400 and married filing joint would have a higher threshold. This is everybody. You have to realize this is, this is proposed. These are proposals. It's got to, and it has got to get through the Senate, which is going to be a 50, 50 vote. And the Democrats, some moderate Democrats have already said, Biden's not going to get all of his wishes coming true on this. So we're going to have to make this a little more moderate. So when we say this is what it is going to be, we mean this is what the proposal is right now. We don't mean in stone what it's going to be. Right. Um, it's okay. So income tax rates go up. Next, he wants to increase Social Security payroll tax on those making more than um, $400,000 too. See, right now, you only pay the full FICA, the F word, Social Security and Medicare, 15. Well, it's 12.4%. Then you combine it with Medicare and it gets more. But Social Security phases out at about $142,800 this year. You don't pay Social Security tax on payroll tax on anything more than that. Biden says, okay, cool. From 142 to 400, we'll leave it the same. But once you hit 400, we're going to put it back on the table. So if you're making that much money, you can pay more into Social Security. Um, so that's on the table, whether or not it will pass. Matt, next. Okay. All right, next. For those small business owners out there, even those in the real estate world, the 199A, this was the, this was the token small business got in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act or the Trump or Republican tax credits, uh, or sorry, Republican tax bill. Remember, the corporate rate went down to 21%. It was a huge reduction from the mid-30s, like 37% down to 21. Huge change for large corporations. And they said, small business, what are we doing for you? Well, S-Corps, you partnership LLCs and stuff, you don't pay a corporate tax. You pay the individual rates. We're going to give you a 20% uh, deduction on your income. This is called the pass-through deduction, 199A. Going away of those making 400 grand or more. Yeah. You ain't going to see now, it. You're going to phase out of it. Yeah. Now, there was exemptions for like realtors and um, certain types of businesses that made more than 400 grand. Um, 
they were still able to cash in on 199 because it was phasing out already for certain industries, but now it's yeah. not only like industries, lawyers, but income yeah. too. Yeah. So who knows what again it'll look like. Realtors still may get a free pass. They tend to get the National Association of Realtors, freaking awesome, most awesome lobbyists in the world. Um, <laughs> okay. Now I've got another, or I, I want to put off capital gains okay. because that could affect some of you. Uh, we're right. going to talk about corporate. Um, well, I guess itemized deductions. Again, yeah. those that make more than four hundred grand, you're going to get another haircut. Itemized deductions will probably get reduced even further in different ways. We don't know how. It could be a dollar for dollar limit limitation, but he wants to reduce. This is another way to increase the taxes on the wealthy is by limiting their itemized deductions. Okay. Um, 1031 exchanges. We're going to have to save that for everybody. Yeah, we'll save that. Um, I think that's it. On, yeah, there's some stuff on child tax credits, like I mentioned earlier, going up to from 2000 to 3000 per child for kids up to six years old and then 3600 um, but again, those still those those have phase outs already that I think that are below four hundred thousand. So th yeah. those you, many of you may be phasing out of that and don't even see it anyways. Yeah. Um, and okay. I thought I I thought I'd just point this out since we keep using the acronym haircut. I did get a haircut <laughs> today, Matt, and I and I was kind of sad that you didn't say anything. I thought, well, you might. I thought I it was just the humidity, I, but it does. I mean, you look great. Today, I get rid of some of the wings. Yeah, oh, I did. And you know, yeah, I got I a haircut to... yesterday. I got a haircut yesterday, and you okay. also didn't notice. So, uh, we're, okay. we're over two. All, what kind of partner are we? Yeah. <laughs> now, we don't. You know, you never notice the little things, Matt, that I do for you. Um, <laughs> it hurts. Um, <laughs> I'm going to bring this up with our therapist. But I am um, also. I, but I went to this barber shop on 38th. Um, West 38th, and it was just these guys were awesome. I got a shave. Love it. I mean, this is like the smoothest yeah. my face has been in a long time. Just want to point that out. Okay, yeah. just thought I'd break work. up the monotony here a little bit. Thank For those you. of you listening, right. this is an episode you might actually want to see Mark Kohler on YouTube. He's got the greenery behind him. He's got a, a shave. He got his wings taken yeah. care of on the side that were starting to look a little ridiculous. So. Oh, now you say that. Okay. All right. Wow. Man, it hurts. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So let's go over here. Now, I'm going to – let me throw this out because this is where I get some hate mail. Some people are like and, – and this was validly so maybe during the presidential um, debates. I would kind of get down on President Biden – or back then it was candidate Biden's tax plan. And – and people would say, hey, 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 you need to tone it down. It's only on the one percenters. And I was like, okay, fair point. I need to make that clear that it's not going to be death and carnage for everybody. Just one or two percenters. Um, but this is where some of Joe Biden's proposals, there's two or three here, which I think throw a really cast a, a big net. And that would be the capital gains tax. What are your thoughts on that, Matt? I mean, because we don't know how it's going to play out. Yeah, well, do you want me to go over the the what he's proposing here on capital gains? Like, let's. Well, do you want to flesh that out first. Point is, is that, 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, why don't you say what he's proposing, which we don't know if it's going to affect people only in the 39% bracket or if you have a capital gain that puts you in that higher bracket because of stacking. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and this is the thing. It's it's not even a bill, right? So if if you have this in bill format, you can be you have to be very specific. This is proposal format, you know, <laughs> of like, yeah. here's my wish list, Congress, go write it up. Um, so yeah, so he wants to double the capital gains tax rate. And if you think about it right now, long-term capital gains rate, any asset you've held a year or longer, you get a 20% long-term, long-term capital gain. You know, if, if you make a hundred thousand a year, a million a year, 10 million a year, doesn't matter. Everything's a long-term capital gain. 20% is your max rate. Now you still pay state on that at whatever your state rates are. If you have a state income tax, but um, so no keep Obamacare. that in mind here. What's that? And Obamacare. And Obamacare, right? <laughs> which is like another 3%. So, 3. 8, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're getting, you know, you're paying in already. Uh, but yeah. now they're going to go up to the top rate. So if you're a high income earner in the 39.6% bracket, that's this new bracket being proposed, you're effectively now doubling the capital gains rate even if you've held it a year. So right now, for many of you are familiar, short-term capital gains rate, any asset you've held less than a year, you just pay at your regular tax rate. So if you're in a 25% bracket, you pay at 25%. If you're in the 39, or sorry, the current 37% bracket, you pay at 37%. Basically, Biden's saying, I'm not giving you a break on long-term. You're yeah. paying at your regular now, rate. And here's where it gets tricky. Now, for some of you that would like to dive a little deeper into capital gains, I recorded a video three or four weeks ago on capital gains, and it's just taken off on YouTube. And I'm so grateful for those of you that maybe have watched it or shared it. I did some little diagrams, and it was really helpful. I, I, I kind of took a new, fresh look at it, and it really helped me better understand or be better able to explain capital gains. But everybody, you need to know this. There's a, by the way, a bee just flew right up to my face. If I get stung and die here, I just want you to know, Matt, I love you. Let everybody, okay. you know, let my family know. Okay. I, I don't know if All I'm right. allergic to bees, but this could be it. This could this could be my time. Okay. So I and I appreciate you taking the risks and hanging in on the podcast. Because, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a giver. It's a dangerous job. Podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting in the wild. Now, yeah, now I know what, you know, Bear Grylls goes through. Uh, it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> so here here's how it works stacking like if i make so say some of you sell your home in california and you made a million dollars well your sale of home exemption is only 500 grand if you're married 250 if you're single so you go well do i pay a capital gain on that other 500 grand yep well what if i buy another house of equal or greater value doesn't matter you can't use a 1031 exchange on your own home so you say i'm going to pay capital gains tax yep 20 percent because you're that 500 grand is going to put you at the highest capital rate. Federal. Then, but say again. Oh, federal, you're still going to pay state in California. Yeah, 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 that's just, yeah, 20% federal. Then you got the state, which, yeah, which across the country could range from 4 to 13%. Then you got the 3.8% um, ACA or Obamacare, and that's not to be dis on Obamacare. It's just the way people call it that. But anyway, so you got the 3.8, the 20 plus state, 
And if you make that extra 500 grand, does the Joe Biden proposal grab that 500 grand and put you into the double rate? Now, on one hand, you'd say, well, no, I'm, I'm not in the highest tax bracket on my ordinary income, so I get the lower rate on my capital gain income. Well, in reality, right now, the current law, you, you combine both of those incomes, and it's called stacking. And it can put you in a higher personal rate on your next dollar as well. So it's, it's, it's tricky. And so we haven't seen the bill yet. And this capital gains proposal of his could actually grab people and drag them into it. Now, we would hope it wouldn't, but you got to keep that in mind. So mm-hmm. was that, that was garbly goop. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that's sometimes that's just what the tax code is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is a this is a big deal. I think this is one for you real estate investors out there, uh, business owners. You know, I think every individual, like in Mark's example, could, you know, you, at least you're maybe selling your home or something, um, and you may be lucky enough to have enough equity in it that you get outside the sell of home exemption. Uh, but for you real estate investors, business owners, even people just have a little stock portfolio on the side. This is yeah. this is quite a big cut. This is a big cut out of gains you're trying to build and make up. I mean, if you think about it, if you're in a state that has a 10% rate, at least like look, Mark's example in California, you know, it you're you're sending back half of what your gain is in taxes. If I make 100 grand and I'm in the high rate here of over 400 grand for the year cuz maybe I'm working, my spouse is working. Oh, and then we actually finally sell something that for a $200,000 gain, let's say 200 grand. Okay. I'm in a, it was long-term. I held this asset for 10 years. Send a 40% to the IRS Oof. of that $200,000 gain. I'm going to send maybe 10% to my state. Of, let's say I'm in California. Ouch. Yeah. Now here's the other factor. Some of you out there may say, well, cryptocurrency has got to be different. Nope. Cryptocurrency is the same story. And in fact, if you don't hold it a whole year, it could throw you in the highest bracket of 40% um, or 39% plus, um, and it could get brutal. So keep in mind, um, you cryptocurrency investors, I've, we've, Matt and I have been talking about the charitable remainder trust as a way to move that currency into a tax-free trust for charity and create a cash, a steady cash flow of income or sorry, flow of cash flow. Oh man, I'm tripping on my words. Create stream stream of cash flow. flow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Create a stream of cash flow, get a tax deduction, um, and avoid a lot of tax. So the CRT is an option, but, um, okay. So anyway, there's it. Mm -hmm. Let's not beat it to death. Folks get over to my capital gains video on YouTube and I dive a little deeper. Okay. 1031. Ooh, okay, 1031. This is the um, this is the evil twin to the already evil capital gains tax rate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 1031 exchange. All right. This is the this is the provision for those in real estate. Again, the real estate investors. It doesn't work for crypto. The 1031 exchange doesn't work for stock. This is a real estate specific strategy. When you sell a property and buy one within some certain time frames of equal or greater value. You can avoid the gain 
on the sale of that property and roll it into the next property. So then when you sell that property, you get the gain on that one and the next one. And you, you finally pay at the end of the day, unless you just 1031 until you die. But it's a way you can defer taxes and avoid it. And it's been a very common strategy for real estate investors who are trying to grow their portfolio by bigger properties more, but, but they're selling. And so, so it's been a great strategy. Well, Biden's not a big fan of the 1031, apparently. <laughs> and said, yeah, yeah. And, and said that if it's if the profit on the deal is over 500 grand, no 1031. You can only 1031 up to $500,000 a year. And so what, uh, so for maybe some of you single family. Now, Matt, I had to, I had to mute because this is New York. Yeah. I want to give you the full ambiance. You feel it? You feel it? Yeah. That's nice. That's, you know, that's I'm fire department, kidding. right? That's, that's not police. That's fire department. Is that NYPD or NYFD? I don't know what we call I don't know. You're right. The, the, the PD has that, you know, that kind of a cooler yeah. siren, but I'm not kidding. Two nights ago where we were staying, uh, 1130 at night, just, I just barely turned off the TV and, uh, I hear this. That was, those were gunshots. If you didn't. Okay. Didn't tell myself. <laughs> yeah. Did you fall over? Like, what, did, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Gunshots. No, I, I heard five different gunshots. I was like, then the sirens, I'm like, man, living in a war zone. This is, and, you know, <laughs> getting people, the real New York you know, City experience. Yeah, yeah. I, earlier this week, someone got stabbed in Times Square. And then there was a shooting in a crowd. I mean, people are saying, but the reduction of police force, you know, and all this stuff, this is going to be a crazy summer in big cities right now. And uh, I, you do notice there's just a lower presence of cops. Last night, we're walking home from the movies. Because Broadway's not open yet. So we're like, what do we want to do at night? Well, we went to a Mets game. Might as well go to a movie. So we went to a movie. And uh, this is good for my daughter and her friend. This is kind of their senior trip. I'm out here on business and personal. And and uh, there's this guy. I get up to the next corner. And there's this guy in his whitey tighties just like rolling around in the street. And I'm like, did he get hit by a car? What's he doing? And And people are like, what the heck? And I look over my shoulder. There's two cops over there um, drinking some coffee. And I'm like, hey, I, I felt like I did my citizen's part. Uh, yeah. My daughter was impressed. I was the first one to alert the officers behind me. Yeah. I'm like, hey, 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 we got this guy in the street over here. And they're like, what? Yeah. They come walking over to me and they're like, look over. Oh, all right. And I'm kidding. <laughs> they just nonchalantly walk over there. And they get over there like, look down at him. Dude, what's your problem? You know, and help them off the street. But I mean, it's just, it's, it's a crazy world out there, man. Just yeah. trying to give people a little bit of the, I got one you other, and now I have one other yeah. story here in a minute, but just you got, keeping the show real. You don't get that in main street, Idaho. It's just no a little different vibe there. No. Yeah. You see a, a different vibe. Coyote get ran over or there's a moose moose on right. main street. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, that's what the troopers got to come out for. Yeah, yeah. A, a moose is loose. We got to get this. Yeah, New York, West Yellowstone guy rolling around <laughs> in his underwear in the street. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. um, all right. So okay, that's let's get back to ten thirty one exchanges. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. There's the ten thirty one exchange. It's 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 going away, much like the guy rolling around in his underwear in the streets of New York. All right, <laughs> bail is five hundred. Set at five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, that's all your. Oh, good that's analogy. The limit here. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
lot, yeah, lot of law and order there coming, coming to mind. Um, all right. So, but so, at least you got Bell, folks. At least we got Bell. We got five hundred thousand to work with. So, for many of you, seriously, I want, I'm saying this for you, smaller real estate investors, and you know that's something to work with if that's what we get at the end of the day. Now, my guess is that this is gonna, may go to if if this stays, it's going to be a million or five. There's they're probably going to get a little bit higher cap on it because um, there's yeah. so much love and affection. And as Mark talked, the the National Association of Realtors is all over this one. Um, in addition to the capital gains, right? Because th- these are really affecting you real estate investors, these two proposals in particular. Capital gains, 1031 exchanges. Those are a huge incentive in real estate. Yeah. And if my, I apologize for some of you that are like, would Kohler just shut up and let's get the content out there? I'm just trying to keep it real. But let me summarize it this way. Biden does not, President Biden does not want to get rid of 1031 exchanges. He just wants to say you can only 1031 exchange so much. No more kicking the can down the road indefinitely on millions and millions of dollars. So he said, if you sell a second home, a beach house, a cabin, a raw piece of land, a farm, the first 500 grand of gain, sure, go buy another property of equal or greater value or split it up over multiple properties. I've done some great little, I think, YouTube videos on 1031s. Go check those out. But he's saying anything over 500 grand, pay some capital gain. Then you have to go to now, okay, now am I in the higher capital gain rate or the lower rate? What's my bracket? I mean, this is going to be freaking, you know, yeah, crypto equation of all time. I mean, it's going to be crazy trying to figure this out. But okay, job security for us weird tax lawyers. Okay. I know. Yeah. Okay. Now the last one, stepped up basis. Now, no kidding around. I'll explain this one quickly. Is that okay, Matt? Okay. Yeah. You've got you've got to come up with some light commentary after this. Okay. If, I, I know it's you. hard work, but yeah. I got you. Okay. It's since it's 115 degrees in Phoenix right now, maybe you can comment on frying an egg on the f- street out there or something. <laughs> this is your brain on you know drugs type commercial. Okay. So when you die, the IRS takes a picture and they say, How much is this person worth? If you're married, you can leave it all to your spouse. There's no estate tax. It's called the unlimited spousal exemption. But if you're single or you and your spouse die simultaneously or within a close period of time, and you're going to leave all this wealth to the next generation or even to brother, sisters laterally, but not to charity, there's estate tax, which can be 40% plus on any amount this year. I've got my trusty trust handy dandy color calendar here. I will look at it. Let me give you the exact figure. It is on everything over 11.58 million. Um, there's this estate tax that's just off the chart. President Biden says, I don't, I want to fiddle with the rate. We'll leave that alone. Maybe we'll bring the exemption down. There has been talk of that, but he says, there's no stepped up basis meaning whoever does inherit your property, usually you get it stepped up to fair market value. So you can sell it tomorrow and pay no income tax or capital gains tax because you paid so much estate tax. That's the theory. Well, he's saying, well, let's bring down the exemption and let's get rid of stepped up basis. So the family that does inherit the property and they go to sell it, they got to pay tax. That's the theory. All right. Now he's now, 
the step up in basis is in his proposal. So this is, we are really going to, he's getting rid of this. I mean, this is, he's pretty adamant on this on any asset. Okay. Your stock, your, now they are saying for family farms and small family businesses where the family is going to, the next generation is going to take it over. They're going to have some exclusions on, on that. Mm. That's, we don't know more detail than that. So, but this is tricky because many of you small business owners, when you pass away, would want the business to be sold, right? Um, you may be that business. You may not have family involved in operating it, even the family farm. And so there's kind of a political reason they're throwing this in there that practically a lot of small businesses do not actually pass on to the next generation. Um, and so we'll see if how helpful that exclusion really actually is. Um, but this is on all assets of st- for a step up in basis. So, yeah. um, so, it, so it's going to, it's going to hurt. And, um, but I, I'll just give a little anecdote. I was talking to a client, um, a couple weeks ago and she's a little higher income. She's a physician. And, um, and we were talking about all the taxes, you know, and, and Biden's tax plan. And she voted for Biden. She told me, she's like, um, I'm really upset with all the tax plan. And she's like, cause I know what they're trying to do. They're giving away some education. She's like, I had to pay for all my school. I still have student loans. She's like, finally, I'm making good income. I'm now I'm in the high bracket and they're going to say, Oh, now it's higher. Finally, I'm starting to accumulate assets. And they're like, Oh, you're going to pay higher capital gains tax on it. Finally. Like, she's like, I feel like everything it's like, now you're here. Oh, we're changing the game. And now you got to pay a ton of tax on it. And I was like, but working so hard for so long to get there. And and I think a lot of, I think a lot of Americans are feeling that in this proposal, and I think that's a lot of the moderate Democrats are struggling with it, even though they like a lot of the things that this revenue can pay for. They're struggling with how you sell this as part of the American dream, because many of us have that American dream of building wealth. You may not be making four hundred grand a year, but you could be like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, between my spouse and I, if you're married, you know, we're making two hundred and. Dang it! I want to be making four hundred, and I, I want, but I—is it going to hurt me to be making that? Maybe I don't want to make that because I'm going to have to pay more tax and everything. More I do, and and so, so I don't know. So I just thought like that insight and that little that little kind of grumpiness that this client had. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, it's just a proposal right now. Don't don't lose sleep over it yet. But um, I can say, understand that perspective. Say, yeah, yeah. Did she say anything about her voting? Uh... No, I, yeah, she, no. I mean, that's I didn't. You didn't, I don't, go, you didn't go there. I'm pretty apolitical. I'm pretty. I'm pretty apolitical. I don't really care so much. But I was like, but I thought for you know someone who voted for for Biden, but um, but also I think is somewhat reflective of a lot of small business owners that even maybe Democrats um, that it's like, man, I've worked hard to build this business. I've sacrificed so much to get here, and now once I'm here. We changed the rules and now yeah. I don't get to enjoy all that hard work and sacrifice I put in. Now the government wants to take more from me. You know, I will say this though. Um, people that are, um, have already built some wealth and have been successful and may have voted for someone else. They're going to say, well, the rules didn't change. We've always been paying more in taxes. Welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, 
Donald Trump's social agenda or environmental agenda, you may have hated that. Um, but as a small business owner, you probably did appreciate some of the tax strategies and benefits we've had these last two to three years. They've been amazing. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, it's kind of with the bitter pill because you're like, oh, I, I, and, and so you say, I've got to vote for Biden because I've just got to do what you think is the right thing. And now you're kind of taking it into the shorts tax wise. And, and it's it's a bummer mm-hmm. because it'd be nice yeah. to have have it all. And, and, it, and it's just tough. So and I'm not you saying know, one president better than the other. Just it's yeah. Different. And here's some other some other tax news that's been going. If you anybody's been following this. I really don't follow the news unless the word tax is included in it or IRA, yeah. you know, then I, yeah. and I'm like, Ooh, this is some breaking news. I got to listen to this. But uh, I was listening to the Washington Post's podcast actually, which by the way, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post and he probably wish he didn't buy him because they are destroying him on his taxes. His, his <laughs> and a number of other billionaires got their taxes somehow dis- disclosed. And in 2011, Biden, or sorry, not Biden, in 2011, Bezos, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, like the richest Ameri- the richest person in the world, he did not pay any income tax in 2011. Zero. In oh, fact, gosh. he's had years where he's claimed the child tax credit. Oh, my gosh. Because of all the oh, tax God. stuff that he can do. Now, here's – and that is frustrating. That is like obviously yeah. – not right that you can be the richest man in the world and pay no tax but yeah the these <sighs> plans and proposals really affect those that are producing income see bezos just has massive wealth you know um he owns obviously all the stock that's where his wealth is and amazon and other assets he accumulates having wealth there's no wealth tax and 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 I know that um, – oh, what's her from Massachusetts? Warren, Senator Warren has proposed a wealth tax, and I think Bernie Sanders has been for that too. Um, but what we're doing in our tax policy here is we're taxing production of income. And so for if you're a small business owner, you're like, wait, I'm not wealthy, but I'm out there producing and trying to become, trying to be yeah. rely, self-reliant and be able to rely on my own resources, build my own retirement account, not have to rely on Social Security, not have to rely on government resources. And, but it's the production of wealth that we really tax here. So uh, I don't know. I don't want to be too much of a tax geek on it, but I just thought those are interesting things. We'll see how this plays out. And we'll be bringing you, of course, the breaking news on the versions of the bill that get out and, of course, what may get passed here in the end. Yeah. And one other – I think since this is our – we may even retitle this podcast to uh, In the News – Joe Biden's proposal and, and current events and taxation. Here's another interesting one. Um, I was just uh, talking with one of our staff. I was looking on my uh, text here this morning. Shepard Smith at CNBC um, was commenting on the exodus of people from the urban tax states uh, to the non-state tax states. And how the the real estate market has gone off the chart in uh, South Florida, and people are saying, "Hey, if I can't change my federal tax rate, I'm going to at least take a ten percent haircut and take a savings where I can, and move to a different state." Um, for those that don't know, because sometimes you have to Google it, I'm just going to quickly go over it. I've got a cool little map um, in my light in my calendar here, but I'll just highlight these 
seven states that do not impose a state tax and then two more that have a, a little variation on it. But um, 43 states have a, a state tax rate. And uh, Washington, no state tax. Nevada, Wyoming, South Dakota, Texas, Florida. And um, these other two states that only tax interest and dividends or investment income is Tennessee and New Hampshire. Um, but you also have lower state tax states that are dramatically different than others. Um, Indiana at 3.23 and Illinois at 9.85. Um, uh, that's, that's big swing. So I think a lot of people are trying to reevaluate where they live. And with COVID, people are saying, hey, I can work remotely too. Yeah. I'm out of here. So that's been in the news quite a bit as well. Yeah, even you've seen the change from high tax state to low tax states. I mean, California in particular, you've seen them in Idaho. We see them here in Arizona making the real estate market bonkers. Um, is it's just, they're just, they're not going to zero. They just want to go from 13 to five, you know, just like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's good enough for me. And, you yeah. know, no humidity in Florida or, or Texas sounds good. Uh, <laughs> so I think you know, it's from a- <laughs> For some of you from Texas, Matt, just to say no humidity in Texas, that's only parts of Texas. Let me just point that out. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> a little bit called the Gulf of Mexico down there that creates some humidity for certain areas. Okay. It can be a little sticky down in Texas. Can it get a little sticky even in like Dallas? And No? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's – but – okay. Um, well, let me say I, – I just my last point I was just going to say is I think this has been something that um, – I think this last year, as a lot of things have changed, as Mark noted, particularly with remote work and and having a little more flexibility to live in a state you may want to go to and having some tax incentives now to do it. Um, This has been a really busy time for us as tax lawyers, our law firm, as Mark's CPA and the accounting firm and, and at Directed IRA too, is because of the higher taxes, it puts a premium on good tax planning and being engaged. And, and we're not saying I'm not, I'm not saying come call us and hire us. Like we're busy. We we love your business, but we also just love to educate and teach you how to be captain of your own ship, so to speak. So yeah. because this is such a huge expense, as you're thinking about building the American dream, building long term wealth, this will be the biggest expense and hurdle once you start accumulating and having good sources of income. This is the yeah. this is the thing you got to play defense on more than anything else. The government is going to score more points against you if you're not playing good defense. So, so just be proactive in it. Stay educated. Stay on top of it. Know the strategies. I'll just say one here that I just want to give out a strategy. If okay. Biden's bill passes on the this new um, self-employment tax, where you're going to still pay it over four hundred grand, and if you're making over four hundred grand, what strategy is going to be awesome to implement even more than it is now? <laughs> the S corp. Right, S-corp. that S corp yes. is even more valuable now as a tax strategy for those making over four hundred grand because now you get hit back in with Social Security for the full freight of twelve percent when you're over four hundred, and um, so so there's more tax planning strategies and opportunities to be more proactive, more engaged um, to because you got you just got to play more defense now. Yeah, defense wins championships, and we ought to just say that. Defense wins the American dream. Ooh. Ooh, that's good. I got to trademark that tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> no one's still that. 
No. <laughs> I was going to throw this out to uh, a final note on that is yesterday I was in an hour and a half audit with a client that would fit in this category of one percenters. And um, the state was coming after payroll levels for himself and family members and all that. And I just want to say in summary, the payroll matrix came through squeaky clean. Not even one. I mean, it was, yep, payroll levels look fine. This isn't the payroll matrix. This is the Kohler payroll matrix. I wanted to be a little humble about that, but (laughs) give some cred there, you know. Kohler payroll matrix and we get hate mail of accountants that are like, Oh, you're too aggressive on the S corp strategy and taking too low a payroll. I'm like just in an audit yesterday, helping a client and, it, and they were looking at um, subcontractor issues far more than they were looking at payroll levels. They were like, ah, your payroll level for the, your main owner is fine. Okay. Thanks. Done. So uh, people, Matt's right on hit the, you know, the nail on the head there. That was the money answer right there. Well, hey, everybody. Another good podcast. Exciting. Yeah, we think so. Um, You be the judge, though. Um, If you think it was crappy, send an email to mark at markjkohler.com. If you liked it, though, give us a five-star review or thumbs up or kudos or whatever medium you listen to. You can do that on Um, it really does help other people find the show and it, it gives us some nice warm and fuzzy too, because that's what we do this for. Yeah. And I did this live in central park and, um, it got a little crazy. It's a little awkward because a crowd has accumulated here. Um, <laughs> you see that crowd for those on the, for those on the podcast, there was a crowd of pigeons. I believe. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you know what? I was looking. At I, little- I thought you could have. I thought you could have pulled more than a half a dozen pigeons. You know, Mark Kohler's in Central Park, <laughs> yeah. and only a half a dozen dozen pigeons yeah. show up. <laughs> yeah, there's this guy down at the end of the bench with his ear- earbuds in, and he's like, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's obviously not paying a lot in taxes. So, you know, you do what you can. You try to spread right. the good word. You know, so. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Next week is open forum or, ooh, are we doing our, we may have, well, i got to play that beer. We may have a special guest next week I'm really excited about on privacy. Uh, I won't say any more until we've got that expert uh, fully booked time and day. Uh, So, all right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Make sure. That's how you'll know. Mainstreetbusiness.com. Sign up for the newsletter there. You'll get, of course, all of our awesome articles and then updates on the shows that we're doing. 